Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how hospitality has changed so dramatically in our lifetime and what we should be doing to respond to the Bible command to be hospitable today. You know, that's what hospitality is, a command from God. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 12, verse 9, that love must be sincere, hate what is evil, cling to what is good, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer, share with the Lord's people who are in need, practice hospitality. Jesus said, The greatest command is love. And Paul says we express that love through hospitality. Literally, Paul says pursue hospitality. That is our job as Christians. And and there's no weaseling our way out of it. The verb here implies continuous action. And so the command is that our hospitality, it's not just a, a once a year thing, maybe at Thanksgiving or Christmas, but something that is constant, something that we are always pursuing. The world has left that value behind. Homes have become personal fortresses that we're afraid to let people into. Maybe we think the world's become more dangerous. Maybe we've become more private. Maybe we just don't keep our houses as clean as former generations. I don't know. But our command here is clear. Everything we have, we need to be willing to give when we see need. That includes even our home. Our homes and our apartments should constantly, continuously be ready for hospitality. That is that that they are ready to be open to people who don't ordinarily live there. Again, that's something the world isn't too keen on right now. We might let friends and family in, but but strangers? You know, Hebrews chapter 13 tells us, keep on loving one another as brothers and sisters. Don't forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by so doing, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. You know, the writer of Hebrews says we should use our hospitality in service to everyone, even strangers. Romans 12, 13 uses that verb practice or or pursue hospitality, meaning to be constantly doing it. And Hebrews says the same thing, but from the negative perspective, do not forget it. And apparently we need this reminder because hospitality is something that's easy to forget. And I think there's a a couple of reasons why. First, we have the issue of safety. We are raised being told not to talk to strangers. But Paul says we should show strangers hospitality. We should let them into our home. So how can we mix those two? I read this really interesting thing about castles not too long ago. And some political philosophers call the home a castle, right? You have the right to defend what's within the castle. And when an intruder enters a castle, there's no guarantee of safety. Those are the rights that these philosophers say belong to every property owner. And the imagery of the home as a castle has sunken into our society's psyche. And I think it's made us more private and reclusive when it comes to our homes. But the interesting thing about castles and walled cities throughout history is that they very rarely actually were intended to keep people out. Their goal was not to stop all traffic from entering because 
That would kind of defeat the purpose of the castle. The castle and the walled parts of cities, they held markets, they held commerce. You wanted people to come in. Of course, you know, the walls could be used when the city needed defending, but the vast majority of the time, the door was wide open. That's what Paul wants with our homes. Now, of course, we should protect ourselves when we know there is a dangerous situation, but our fear of those dangerous situations cannot make us shut the door permanently. I have no doubt that there are dangerous situations that can result from hospitality. I know them too well. But so is preaching the gospel in the marketplaces and synagogues like the Apostle Paul did. Our faith is temporarily dangerous, and pursuing hospitality is no different. Our society says that letting people into our home has to be safe or we can't do it. Let's be clear, though. Our homes are not at any more of a risk than they were when the writer of Hebrews tells us to let strangers in. You know, seriously, go and read any book on the society of the Roman Empire. And while there was some law and order, for sure, in, the, in that culture, there is still plenty of murder and theft and other crime. Letting in strangers came with all the same risks that it does today. It was not always a safe bet to let someone in. But the Bible tells us in Hebrews eleven six, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Christians don't do things because they're safe. We act on faith. We take risks that the world tells us we shouldn't for the sake of the gospel. Like everything that God calls us to do, practicing hospitality requires faith. Sadly, Many Christians have settled for hospitality that really doesn't require much faith at all. We may let in close friends, family, the church into our homes, but when a stranger needs help, they're sent down the road. We aren't here to serve the healthy, but the sick. Jesus said, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. And he said in Luke chapter six, if you do good to those who do good to you, what benefit is it for you? For even sinners do the same. Invite sinners into your home. Offer them hospitality. Christians are not here to be safe. We're here to take risks for the sake of the gospel. The second and maybe lesser of our two modern fears of hospitality, I think, is our fear of imperfection. You see the, the articles and magazines about how to host the perfect dinner party with tables furnished by you know, Pottery Barn, classical music playing in the background. And hospitality becomes just another part of our snapshot culture, like Instagram. We only want people to see what is perfect. Let someone spend the night in your home for long enough, and eventually they will see those imperfections. And it's easy to want to try to avoid that. I'm reminded of the story of Mary and Martha's hospitality, though, when they let Jesus into their home. Luke writes, as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. 
hospitality is not about perfection. It's about ministry. And there's always work to be done. But take a moment. Let someone into your home and just sit at their feet. Just like with everything else we are or everything else we have in this world, we have the open door to use our houses and our apartments in a way that seems foolish to the world. The world will say that the hospitality the Bible calls us to is unsafe. They'll make us feel bad when everything's not perfect. But we're reminded by Christ that few things are needed for hospitality. Indeed, only one. Don't be worried or upset. Just pursue hospitality. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.